Welcome to 5 Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Five Minutes in Church History. We are continuing our journey through the life of Luther, and once again we find ourselves on location. We are at the Vortburg Castle. This castle was constructed in the 1060s. It was a place that overlooks the town of Eisenach. When Luther was a student at Eisenach, he would have looked up, he would have seen this grand castle perched atop the hill. He may have even ventured up here from time to time. He was here from May of 1521 through March of 1522. Now you remember what happened in April of 1521. In April, that was the famous Diet or Diet at Worms. And there Luther gave his famous Here I Stand speech and there he was condemned as a heretic. Well, as he left from Worms and made his way back to Wittenberg, Frederick the Wise, who controlled this castle at the time, arranged for Luther to be kidnapped. And outside of the village of Mora, Luther was ambushed and he was brought here. While he was here, he had an assumed identity. He grew a beard and he tried to disguise himself and he called himself Junker Jörg. He was a squire, he was a knight. Of course, Luther called this charming, beautiful palace the kingdom of the birds. He felt alone. He felt isolated. At one point in a letter, he says, I'm writing to you from my Isle of Patmos. Luther was lonely here. He also worked hard here. There are a number of legends associated with Luther and the Wartburg. One, of course, concerns the famous inkwell. The idea is that the devil was so after Luther, he materialized in Luther's room, as it were, and Luther grabbed the inkwell off his desk and hurled it at the wall, leaving, of course, an ink spot behind. It could be, though, that the ink spots that Luther is referring to is not by hurling the ink at the wall, but by writing and through the ink that made its way onto a page. Very important pages were written here, and those pages were the translation of the Greek New Testament into the German. Now, this was a remarkable feat. Luther undertook this feat in December of 1521, and by early January, he had prepared the four Gospels, and he had edited them, and he had made copies of them, and he sent them back to Wittenberg to Melanchthon and to the other scholars there at Wittenberg so they could review his work and see how he was progressing. Well, Luther soldiered on through the rest of the New Testament. And by the time he left here in March of 1522, he had finished the entire New Testament. It took him about 11 weeks to translate the Greek text into the German. That is an amazing feat for Luther to do. Of course, it was edited over the next several months and Lucas Cronach prepared woodcuts. And by September of 1522, the German New Testament was ready for publication. It's called the September Testament. It's probably one of the most important things to come from Luther's pen, and it shaped the Reformation in Germany. You know, Luther didn't stay cooped up in this castle all of the time. He would sneak out and go down to Eisenach from time to time, and in fact, there's a path called the Junker Jorg Trail that you can take up and down this mountain. And Luther went down and he was there in a pub and a couple students from Switzerland came in and Luther engaged them in conversation. And they were very eager to talk to Junker Jorg about Luther. 
everyone was talking about Luther. And they asked this squire this night, because they had assumed he had traveled all around this region, do you know where Martin Luther is? And Junker Jorg, Luther of course, says back to them, well, I know for certain that he's not in Wittenberg. And then Luther said, what is the talk about this man, Luther? And they said, ah, some of the bishops are calling him a great heretic. And Luther's response, of course, was, ah, those are the papists. Well, as Junker Jörg got up to go, these Swiss students saw his Hebrew Psalter, and the jig was up. They realized they had not been talking to Junker Jörg, they had been talking to Martin Luther. And he was here at the Vortburg. I'm Steve Nichols, and thanks for joining us for Five Minutes in Church History. For more information or to listen to past episodes, please visit 5minutesinchurchhistory.com.